Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, facilitator of all things turn on, author of permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and lift the veil. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to The Secrets Women Keep. I am your host and confidant, Lauren White, and today we have a uniquely gifted guest. Her name is Pinta Kaur. Pinta was born in Indonesia and now lives in Canberra, Australia, is a certified practicing accountant and certified fraud examiner. She's been interested in the world of energy healing since 2012 after her first Reiki session when she was going through a rough time with her first marriage breakdown and the fact that she was a single mom during this time. This drove Pinta to find the meaning of life. She went on to learn Reiki, quantum healing, advanced intuition courses, advanced Akashic record and business energy alignment. I need a breath. And... And like there's more, Um, she is an intuitive energy coach by God she is, and you'll hear more about this from me in a moment. Pinta is focused on supporting and guiding soulful women and heart-centered entrepreneurs in soul realignment so that they can take guided actions to manifest their goals and make an outstanding impact personally and within the collective that's what I want to hear. Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep Pinta. Oh, hi. Thank you, Lauren. That was um, a good introduction. So thank you so much for that. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to have you. Now, I'm going to share with listeners exactly how we came to cross paths um, at the end of 2021. Now, I have um, one of my confidants is um, Alyssa Martin. She's my copywriter. She's like my energy clearer. She's, um, yeah, she's just, we just have the, we've just lived so many lifetimes together. And um, in this lifetime, she said, would you be interested in having a session with Pinta who's flexing her muscle with her business um, energy readings? And I was like, <laughs> easy, like sold. You had me at like <laughs> business energy. You just had me straight away. And um, you and I ended up connecting and we held our reading and, um, oh my God, I just, um, the notes that I have from it are so uh, epic. And um, I was just wondering before I share what it was like being on the receiving end of uh, one of your very potent business energy readings. What's your memory of the energy reading that we had together a few months ago? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I actually think the the reading we had was was really good because uh, you know you're you're really at the a different stage uh, in your business uh, as compared to other people that I've uh, done these sessions with or for. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're very confident, you know what you were doing, you know, in your business and you have a clear idea of where you're going as well. 
And when we were doing a reading, it was more like uh, validation or you know assurance of um, what you already had in mind. And and you know you're a very intuitive person as well, and that made it really easy for me to. And you know the conversation was just um, in flow, and so there was no, you know, and I didn't even have to explain anything to you. Like it was just, it was really like a smooth highway. <laughs> you know between us and I was you know I really enjoyed that session with you yeah I I absolutely um that's yeah yeah it really was it was a lot of yeah the gift that you provided me in that session was a lot of affirmation but also you uncovered some let's be honest uncomfortable truths about my business and what could be what could be better it wasn't like you know nothing was this is abysmal like you know nothing was in that um, vein, but there were, and I'm glad you did it. You were highlighting the parts that I like to sweep under the carpet where, <clears throat> excuse me, my energy, you know, my energy just gets so caught up in all the things that turn me on and excite me that like, I like to sweep some other things under the carpet and go, they'll work <laughs> themselves out later. Um, because I'm so caught up in all the things that, um, that feel good to follow. And, um, you planted such a powerful seed that day. You said, the energy of my business is authority. Yes, yes. Can yes, you that's share you. with yes. listeners what that means? Um, so when I do my sessions, um, so I do preparation work before, right? And mm-hmm. normally I go into your website, I would go into your, you know, to get some information about you. And that is term of reference. So that's something that I just need to know so that uh, when I do my reading, I can actually, the information will just flow. And even before I go into that, you know, the protocol that I had to do as part of the session, you know, this was prior to the session, even before going into that protocol, I had that sense of, um, you know, that you are a woman that has, you know, power, like you are in your power and you have authority of, you know, on yourself and, and you know, you're actually helping others as well gain to gain their authority. So when I actually went into the protocol and I was doing it, I was like, oh, wow, what I got was exactly what I was feeling before. And that was amazing because, but when I talk to you, I could sense, you know, you know what you're doing, what you, you know, you're trying to help others as well, right? And and you're really aligned with it. So when I ask about, you know, where because you know, normally when I look into the overall energy of the business, I always ask if then if there's an, a realignment needed, mm. because a lot of people um they don't realize that you know a lot of their own personal energy is contributing to the to the energy of the business. So I can give you an example of that and I'll get back to your one um, is, you know, someone who has, um, um, you know, weight loss business. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of guilt energy in the business mm. and that's how she get clients is by, you know, kind of sending the message that it's bad to, you know, to have that extra weight. It's bad that you go to the pantry every time to, you know, comfort eat, you know? So um, there's a lot of guilt. And I told her that I said, this is what I'm getting from your uh, energy overall, you know, that underlying energy. And she's like, I didn't understand how, how that works. And I was thinking, well, no, I can explain to you how that works, you know? And at the end of the session, she, it was really clear for to her that she just needed to change her approach. Like the way she talked to her clients, the, the message, and even the 
the content of the message about mm. how do you approach weight, weight loss without actually uh, making people feel guilty about it. Mm. <laughs> and I think back to your one, um, I also asked what is the what is the energy that needs to be realigned to, and I got nothing. And with the other person, I actually got something else, you know, like the energy of maybe optimism or something that, you know, you encourage people to to take that step. So empowerment kind mm. of uh, energy. So, um, and yours are perfect. So you, you, you're supposed to have that energy and you're having that energy. And that's, that's a great validation in my opinion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Binta. Yeah, you planted such a big seed that I'm like creating a whole po- program about being the authority in your business. <laughs> so it's like I just want to, I really want to acknowledge and <clears throat> just shout what you do from the rooftops because <laughs> the session that I had and the session that one of my clients had yep. um, with you has just been so pivotal in us being able to go deeper in our work and yep. go higher at the same time. And I was wondering if you can tell us, when before you start a reading with someone, you already have their information. You've answered us yeah. a whole bunch of questions. What on earth do you go and do with that? Like I just am just like I almost I want to know, but I also don't want to know. I'm like, this is so magical. Like, how do you come up with all of these percentages? And oh. like, this is in alignment 43% and this is in alignment 96%. Yeah. And I was just wondering just what you can reveal about what you do when you first receive someone's birth date and website and everything else that you ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, Lauren, that's uh, so I am a certified soul realignment practitioner. So that is the uh, modality that I um, use when I do my sessions. Um, and this, this modality actually teaches us about, um, you know, there's actually set protocols. So, and I am already an intuitive. So even before going into the protocol, I normally get messages. So I get, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I tune in. So when you when you send me, you know, information like your date of birth, place of birth and all that, because this is tapping into the Akashic record. So when I tap into the Akashic record, I just want to make sure that it's your soul that I'm reading, not someone else's. Mm-hmm. And that's why I need the information that's only specific to you. Um, and then uh, from there, I actually tap into your soul gift. So I remember when I, um, I think we talk about your soul profile and your soul gift and, um, you know, like every person has a different one and, you know, divine power or divine love and those other things. Um, and then that that's the information that I got from the Akashic. And after that, I go into the business and the business is all in the fourth dimension. So the, the fourth dimension is all about your, your experience, your thoughts. So this is more, um, it's not yet 3d, it's still 4d. Mm-hmm. So it's all in still kind of up there. Um, but it's also affected by ego and all that. That's why when we read, when I read the business, I actually have a look into your 4D, um, 4D information mixed with 5D information, and then your intention. So your business intention is actually really critical because when you have a different intention, you will have a different reading. Because you know, for example, if someone who's earning what um, zero right now and they want to earn five thousand a month it will have a different reading 
than if that person says, I want to earn $10,000 a month um, in the next six months. You know, the, the possibility, and then there's also a probability level. I think you remember that from our reading, we have that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, when your intention is different, you have a different possibility level or probability level. And that's when you need to work from, because the more, the less probability you, um, you know, this intention is, then you will probably need to work harder to bump it up to 100%. And that's why we talk about the percentage percentages, because those are kind of an indica- indication that humans understand, you know, like when you see, oh, and, you know, if I just say, oh, it's, it's uh, almost possible or not possible, you're probably like, oh, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> so mm. we have to use percentages so that, you know, our human brains can sort of um, digest that and, uh, you know, we can start thinking about, okay, how do we increase that percentage uh, so that whatever I'm doing or whatever my intention is, uh, that becomes more probable. Yeah. So mm. those are just uh, part of it. There's, um, di- um, you know, different dimensions involved in the reading. Oh my God. I love, yes. like, I love, I love it because I don't, it's so beautiful listening to you because as someone who's quite a voracious learner, I love that I don't have to learn about it, that you've done that, that you're in your divine gift right now and then I can benefit but I don't actually have to go and learn at all. Does that make sense? Like I love, like that's what I loved about receiving your work was like this is magic, this is powerful, this is truth and um, I know that it will empower me to just stay in my truth so that Pinta can stay in her truth and you can do all of this. And I loved that. It just felt really, um, it was just a really beautiful experience of going, I am so curious about this, but it's such a fun curiosity because I don't feel I I have not even Googled Akashic Records before. (laughs) It's a term I've heard for years, um, over the years, I should say, and I've never once Googled it or looked into it. And maybe there's a reason why I've never actually gone and sought information about it because I think it's nice to have some mystery and I'll learn about other things. I don't have to know um, everything. And to go back to Divine Gift, you shared with me that this is my primary energy centre and mine is Divine Truth. Can you... Um, you said there was divine love and divine truth. And I think another one, What what is someone in their business who's in their divine truth? What does that usually, how does that usually come across? Okay. Um, is that is that what you are, divine truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, um, I, I actually give a better example in divine love because that's me, um, if that's all right. Mm, go um, for it. So divine love, okay, because, you know, when you're a divine love person, um, all that matters is relationship, okay, because you are a natural. So what? how I operate in my life is I give and I give and I give, and that's mm-hmm. very common for a divine love person. Uh, and when I get go into business, then I will have boundary issues because I'm just a giver and I do not take. And, you know, in business, you you have to have, you know, you have to be able to receive, right? Because it's a, it has to be an equal exchange of energy and money is energy. So you need to be able to receive money as, as uh, much as, you know, you're giving the, uh, the service that you are giving them. Mm-hmm. So um, my biggest problem in my business is that I don't have clear boundaries with people. And sometimes I'm just giving and giving and giving. <gasps> and, um, I do not take as much. Yes. <laughs> 
And um, the, then after knowing who, who I am, once I've you know done this session for myself, I'm just like, okay, now now I know who I am, and these are the things I need to be um, you know mindful of, so that when I go into that zone of just giving, then I can just take a step step back and and allow you know myself to receive as well, because when you um, when you are not balanced in your energy center then you tend to be to go into the dysfunctional aspect of that energy center. So there's always something that you need to remove, you know, like that um, negative polarity of your uh, soul gift that you need to remove. Otherwise, you're going to start going to that dysfunctional aspect. And dysfunctional aspect for me is I get resentful, obviously. Oof, <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm just giving and not receiving, at the end of the day, I'm just going to end up frustrated, resentful. And I'm probably, yeah, not going to be a very happy business person. <laughs> and yeah, so that's that's kind of an example. Uh, once you know who you are, um, it's easy then, you know, to understand, okay, what are the things that I need to avoid or I need to eliminate from my way of doing things? Um, and, you know, there's no good or bad. There's nothing... There's no, you know, right or wrong about this. This is all about, um, you know, our human experience. So once we know who we are, we are, once we get the consciousness or the awareness, then we can start kind of, you know, taking actions that are aligned with who we are as a soul and mm -hmm. just be a bit mindful about living our life. Yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. And you've struck a nerve with the being generous. I work with a lot of generous women that um, at some point have just missed the boundaries with their heart and are feeling that bitterness and that resentment, that resentment, but then also not not really knowing, like that, I believe everyone knows deep down, like deep knowing, but not really knowing um, how they can course correct. Like they're overly generous, they're given, they're given, they give. And um, when it comes to receiving, yeah. <laughs> especially the energy yeah. of money, uh, not always, but that has a certain uh, charge to it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's as you mentioned, it's a requirement. It is a requirement for us to um, be supported in our divine gifts. So, what would you say to someone who, um, if you were doing a reading for someone who is yeah. in that energy of divine love, how could they course correct um, oh, to be yeah. more uh, like more receptive yes. um, of things so coming to them? That's a very good question because I have a lot of divine love people that come to me um, and then they will then find out who they are and they will say, yes, that's me. I can, first of all, they cannot say no. So when someone asks them for a favor, it's really hard to say no. Yes. And then they just, because, you know, the nature of that giving, giving and giving um, and nurturing, they get depleted. So they're energetically depleted. And then, um, you know, that actually manifests in physical illness for them as well. Mm. So, you know, some people I know, they, you know, they have, you know, heart problems, you know, like issues with the lungs and, you know, all that is all the heart chakra that's yes. all around there. Yep. And, you know, when they come to me, I'll just like, okay, let's see, let's see how we can fix this. So um, um, what I like and what I always tell people is, 
this fifth dimensional information will, you know, like when they come for Akashi clearing, for example, I would say you can, uh, you know about who you are right now. And there's a 21 day clearing when you, you know, come for an Akashic session. And after that, you're just clearing the fifth dimensional information, you know, all the blocks that you have. But then what happens after that? You'll need to know that there are human actions you need to take so that, you know, you this doesn't get repeated again. Because um, if you clear something that's up there, but then down here, you're not following up with actions, there's really no point because you're going to, going to be um, accumulating the same blocks and restrictions mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So, so normally what I tell them is start saying no when you your heart, your body is telling you to say no. So, you know, your body tell, actually gives you signals. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you feel, okay, this is, this is for me to say no. And if I cannot, you know, do this for you, I'm going to say, no, I'm sorry, because um, if I do this, it's going to be against who I am, you know, and I'm, I'm going to just get depleted eventually. So um, it's all about drawing boundaries and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, yes, this is, this is how much I can give and this is how much I need back for myself. Yeah. So it's all about just understanding that it's all energy exchange. Money is also energy, right? It's mm-hmm. all about, okay, what can you give me in return to what I give you? It's as simple as that. And I know in practical, you know, in, in real life, it's really hard, isn't it? Like some people just, just can't do it. They just yeah. find it really Struggle. hard. Yeah. But as long as you understand, this is who I am as a soul. I accept it. But now there are things I can do so that... Um, I can be, um, you know, I can be healthy because it's not healthy um, when you get depleted and it's not healthy when when you don't have boundaries and you cannot say no mm. when you're we actually meant to say no. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope that's uh, that yeah. answers the question. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, sometimes you just have to have that thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, definitely. And we're talking about business in in you know this episode. You have to have it is a yes. is a necessity. You have to. And uh rejection is inevitable. Um exactly. feeling powerless, inevitable, like the inevitable feelings um and primal brain fear responses will come up in business. And it's not that they come up, it's all about how you navigate them and how you respond when those kinds of, you know, really challenging and what can feel threatening states come up. So um, I feel like that's the real lesson in business and it's such a long game, not all, not for everyone. I guess some yeah. people's um, soul alignment is just like everything is just on as soon as they start. For a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of us, I'm going to speak for myself, it's been a long game and um <laughs> yeah. I'm just still invested and hopefully anyone listening that has a business, if you're going through challenging times, insights like Pinter's can be incredible for um, helping you to determine what your strategy should be. One of my big catch cries is energy first, strategy second. And that's what I loved about our session was you weren't telling me, go and do all these things. You were yeah. saying, how could this be better? And how could you, knowing this, inform the strategy yes. so that it works yeah. for you, not like so that it works to make a, um, 
a million dollars, which it will, but it really was, it really was the question of how can I work for you and how can you use this information to inform the strategy? I love that. I don't think you can do it the other way around. You actually hit that nail on the head there, Lauren. Um, I I like it when you said, you know, um, it's basically how do we align um, the business to us rather than we align to the business? And I I don't know if I said it the right way because, you know, I think a lot of people, what they think is, you know, because there's this, uh, say, for example, if you go on a mastermind, if you go on all this, um, you know, there's a lot of courses available out there, right? And if you go to, you know, to do something that is not aligned, with you, who you are, you know, for example, call DM people, you know, on Facebook messenger um, when it's not aligned to you, it's not who you are as a soul to do something like that, then how, you know, you, and then, but then you feel like I am compelled to do it because that's just how it's, um, it's done these days. But then, you know, the answer is no, it's not because that might be working against the energy of your business. You know, it might work against the intention of your business. So, don't just go and do what people tell you to do. You just, you need to, you know, really tap into your intuition as well and listen to who you are as a soul and understand how it works for you rather than, okay, I'm just going to follow, you know, whatever the strategies people are teaching out there without even tapping into who you are. Yes. 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 Oh, speaking. Yep. Speaking my divine truth, speaking my language. Yes. Because every time I can tell you right now, and I think I've already said this on the podcast at some point, every time I go into this is what I should do because yeah. I'm a ex-business owner at this point or at this stage and this is yeah. the next logical thing, yeah. it fizzles like nothing else. Every time I go into this is what I think I should do, it's like it's dead in the water already. Lauren, you have not gotten it. Like, And so nice. even with the last launch I did, to be completely candid, I loved it. It was really aligned. And Alyssa messaged me and said, yeah. I have a message for you. Your launch, your next launch, your launch can be so much more turned on than it was. Like, was it really all turned on for you and how you work. I went, oh, it was at 80%. I was pretty happy with that. But I was like, oh, there's a 20%, you know, intuitively speaking, there's a 20% gap there that I can close just by doing things my way and what I enjoy. And um, I just want fellow business owners to know, especially if you um, identify as um, a woman or you're in an estrogen-based body, then... I just want you to know, like, really do things. You'll get support and get input, but always tap into what your body says about that and how good and how exciting and juicy and rich it feels for you to do do it that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know it, right? Like, you know inside your heart mm. what is going on because we are all very intuitive. You know, everybody's intuitive. It's just sometimes we just don't use our intuition a lot. But then you know it. You you already had that um, inner voice telling you that, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's when um, I know it won't work this way for everyone. But one of one of the things that happens in me when I choose to override my intuition is I'll feel something in my body, and then my head will go override. 
just override it, just yeah. override it and do it anyway. Cause there's some sort of, I, I want to say curiosity, but I don't, cause it's not like the beautiful, like sacral led curiosity. It's like, yeah. I just have to know, I have to know right now, like there's this impatience right. to it. And um, granted, I still make that mistake. <laughs> like I still go down that path once in a while because I'm me. Um, I just want people to know yeah. like when you decide to press the, the override button and you want to push, that's usually something that won't, that's usually a state of contraction that won't actually give you what you want. I'll put it yeah. that way is <laughs> my experience. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we are humans, so we always have that uh, thinking mind that comes in the way yeah. um, when we... <laughs> And um, I think trusting your intuition is actually really um, a challenging thing. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, moments in my life where my intuition was telling me something and I just completely ignored it. And I ended up making, you know, tragic decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's different stages. And I was like, oh, not, not anymore. You know, I'm going to listen. Even now, I still have, you know, my thinking mind bugging me a lot um, when I'm supposed to be listening to my intuition. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a question I wanted to ask you, actually. How do you manage when like low points or challenges come up in the process? I mean, you've been through a lot in your life. Like what... How do you come back to your intuition? Yeah, that's a good question because now, now um, that you know, in the last few years since since I am more exposed to this world of uh, energy and intuition, um, it's so much easier for me to you know say if I'm going through you know some challenging time with the family, for example, when I go really low um, in my energy level or vibration. Um, I would then, what I do is, for example, like, let's just pick an example. I have, um, say, an argument with my husband, for example. I would then go into this, um, you know, bird's eye view. And I always tell, you know, I have told a few people about this and they're, they're trying it as well. So the bird's eye view is when I actually kind of take myself out of the situation. And I know, you know, this is a method that's available for, you know, reading out there as well. So you get yourself out of it and you actually see the whole picture, but then it's more like at a higher point, you know, like more like tapping into that part of you that is ego-free, you know, emotions-free, more like higher self, right? Mm. And then you go into that, you look at the situation, look at the people involved, and then, you know, understand where they come from. So understand, okay, this, this, you know, my husband, for example, um, the poor guy has, you know, he is my perfect example for everything that I <laughs> talk about. So I, I look at him and I just um, look at, you know, this is his, um, his upbringing. This is his values. And these are the things that he learned from his culture, from his uh, parents, from his society, community, religion, and all those other things, right? Education. So this is how, or this, these are the things that form his thought process. And this is how he makes decisions. And, you know, it's not, not his fault. It's just how he's made and how he's, you know, he's um, formed as a human being. Um, and, you know, every person has a different, a different consciousness level. So it, the consciousness, you know, I would say, I think we 
I don't know if we talk about this in your session, but this is an Akashic uh, record session where we um, can measure your soul vibration level. So the mm-hmm. higher your your soul is vibrating, the the higher consciousness you have, right? And then that means the more you're using the fifth dimensional information for your decision making. And the lower your um, you know, soul vibration is, that means the more you're using your ego experience in life and all that for your decision-making. So when I actually have a look at this other person, my husband, um, I then understand, okay, this is coming from that uh, learning that comes from the culture, that comes from the religion, that comes from his parents, whatever. Um, and he's not using his fifth dimensional information for his decision-making right now. So then I kind of create that compassion within me to actually feel for him. I just like, yes, you know, this man is, that's not his fault. He's not there yet. Mm. <laughs> and I know I'm try- not trying to be demeaning or anything. It's just the, the fact that it is the information he's take- taking to make his decision at that time. That is actually um, the vibration is different than this, the decision or whatever that it is that the topic of uh, the conversation was for me. So we were we are vibrating at different levels, and obviously that that created that uh, argument. Mm. And so the compassion and that you know, because I'm very much a heart centered person, um, you know that heart chakra. So I always have this you know love to give. So I'm just kind of you know create that compassion, and then I I love him for his soul, not just you know okay I don't like him at the moment, but I love him right. Um, and I have this um, that this feelings is this uh, love that I have for him the compassion so that kind of put me up again you know like kind of bring me up um to a higher level mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not um I'm not saying the the matter's done like the conflict is finished I, it was still happening but at the same time I was I was actually pulling myself out of that low vibration and actually move myself back up to the high vibration and I could actually you know, not end up being, you know, a screamer in the fight or not being, mm. you know, the person who is aggressive, you know, so mm-hmm. it's more like the calm, um, the calming person, you know, the calm and the calming person um, in that argument. So everybody's like, okay, let's just, you know, let's not talk about this right now. I mean, you know, I need to uh, pull myself together and, and then we can revisit, you know, at a different time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know it's a long answer. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love the bird's eye view approach, just that being able to elevate your vision of yourself and what's happening out of the situation and looking back down, but in a really healthy way, because that for some people that could be detaching, which is a form of like a form of fear response that can happen when we get overwhelmed. But if you're in, if you catch yourself at the right moment, And you can just gently elevate that vision to look back down on yourself and make a different choice, then you can change the trajectory of your life or you can change the trajectory of the conversation. And I think that what you said, that can go for business as well as personal, like every situation. And I was wondering if you can tell me what's it like for you really starting this beautiful business of yours, like it's going to be like, it's going to blow everything out of the water because it's just so powerful. And people like me will just spruik it from the rooftops like (laughs) so easily. I'm just wondering what, what do you read your own records or do you need a reading from someone else to have a more impartial view 
of what your gifts are and what the energy of your business is? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually did my own um, and I couldn't do my own until I've actually done quite a lot of other people's um, because of that objectivity and, you know, that part mm-hmm. impartiality that you mentioned. Um, so and it was advised that, you know, don't go straight into your own, um, you know, reading because you will have that human ego coming into the reading. Um, And then when I started doing other people's, once I've done about, I don't know, about, I think about 20, um, then I go into my reading and I actually um, really pay attention. And and it's it's really spot on as well. And with the gift, um, so I use that information a lot in my business. So when I'm, and you know, the realization that, I am that kind of person, you know, the kind of person that is a giver, not much of a receiver that mm-hmm. actually opened um, it's yeah. Opened my eyes, you know, <laughs> like it just made me feel, okay, so this is why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Um, and, you know, when I'm saying that, I'm not saying that, you know, people with a different gift wouldn't have that, you know, uh, people maybe a person with divine power might even have that difficulty of receiving money, but it would be for a different reason altogether. So I am having a problem with the receiving money because I feel like I'm taking something from someone else and I don't feel like that's the right thing to do. Um, and I think there's going to be a completely different reason for someone who is a divine power or divine truth or divine you know, um, compassion, for example, because divine compassion is all about giving. It's all charity for them. It's, that's what matters. And um, receiving money for them is to be given again to someone else. You know what I mean? Like it's just um, completely different energy there. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, um, this is like this is an amazing eye opener as a business. I just feel okay now. Um, I have the confidence um, when you know because there's a lot of distractions in business world, right? Like um, there's just a lot of people trying to you know sell you something, or it, it's just there's so many uh, options available as well. You know, like even tools like systems and IT, you know, the software and everything, there's so many things available. And it's just really difficult to make a decisions, um, make decisions. And then a lot of people just make decisions because of the money. It's, oh, that's cheaper than that. Or, you know, uh, that's probably got a bit more functionality and a little bit more money. So, oh, you know, I'll get go for that. So they're, they're just kind of making decisions based on, um money or time or maybe you know extra functionalities but then if you go into the energy of things you can actually you know use energetic information to make those decisions as well so it doesn't you know because sometimes um it's either it's up to you whether you want to go you know like uh, i'm going to make decision based on you know human information or do i want to tap into something more um, and help use that information to help me make my decision to align with my intention. So I think and business energy is amazing. And, you know, I'm also like one of those people that I believe energy is everywhere, it's everything. Um, even, you know, uh, and, you know, people, when you are being so intuitive and you are tapping into this information, you get the information. It's it's available to be used, you know, and the messages are all over the place. Like they're everywhere if you actually 
open to it. And I think the problem, the biggest problem is being open and trusting and uh, following after you, <laughs> after mm-hmm. you actually get the message. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so now that you know a little bit more about your business, can you tell us what, um, what is the energy of your business? If mine's authority, what's yours? Oh my! The energy you probably can guess—it's love. Oh, okay, yes, <laughs> divine love, love. I don't know. Love. Yeah, I—I I don't know. It's funny. I know it's just funny when I—I I mean, I saw that laugh because um, I just like, oh, this is like, oh, I already knew this. <laughs> yeah, um, I, oh, I love that yeah. for you. But you know, Pinta, you need—you need to receive. You need to receive. receive the love You're so worthy well, of receiving and. You're someone who um, I would say to people, like, A, you could charge whatever you want for this because it's so powerful and course-correcting. But, B, you're also the type of person where I'd say to people, oh, my God, you just have to do it. Like, there is no one else. So, like, like, what I want to say to you, because I feel like this is something so many business owners, female business owners need to hear anyway, is that like when you're really good at what you do, people will spruik you and the mention of money won't even come up, even though it is an important, an important part of the conversation. It's not something that we should shy away from. You yeah. will be one of those businesses, and I hope you're receiving this right now. You will have one of those businesses where it's just be like word of mouth, you have to go do this, and people will just go and do it because you are, I know you're not the authority, but you will start to be seen as the authority. So I wanted to feed that back to you because I I think you need to be prepared for an influx of business owners that are just sitting with their heads in their hands going, I'm frustrated, I'm pissed off, I'm bitter, I'm resentful. Why isn't this working? Um, And what you provide is such a salve to you know, and such beautiful medicine um, to someone who's feeling like that about their business, but is still really passionate and really want really wants to stay in the game. Yes, so the, yeah, this is this is great. I love it, and I'm glad I'm doing it. And I'm mm. I'm seriously like this is the best decision I've made in my life to actually do this business energy sessions, and I love it. And I can see every single person that I'm have helped. They actually. They said, you know, they said the same thing. They're like, oh my God, you know, thank you for doing this with us. Um, and and yeah, so I just I just I can't wait for it to you know grow and to you know for more people to know about it and to actually benefit from it and you know get the value out of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, 101, 101%. It's one as in your language, it's 100 percent probable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's something Pinter um, covers at the beginning of the session. How, I love it. You know, I love how it. probable it is. Um, <laughs> it is inevitable. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah. I love what you do. It's so obvious. I just want to um, let every business owner know that you need to do, like that they need to do this so that they can start to own what they do and fall back in love with what they do because they're doing it in the way that feels really juicy to them. Pinta, can you share with us where we can find you online, just what all your portals are? Oh, yes, of course I can. Um, So um, my brand is Choosing Intuition Mm. um, and I am on 
Facebook and Instagram. Um, so my Instagram is at choosing.intuition. Um, and then I have a Facebook group as well. And Fantastic. this group is called Awakened Spiritual Sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And this is all about, um, you know, you get, you know, women, other women in the group who are soulful, spiritual, and they are open to work with energy and, you know, they kind of empower and inspire each other. So I have this weekly chat as well, where I talk to, you know, individual members when, and they talk about their soul journey. So I like, I like to, you know, listen to stories. I like to share stories. And this uh, community that I've created is actually, um, it's all, we're all promoting, telling a story, telling your soul journey, you know, where, where were you before? What happened, you know, in your life that, you know, then take, took you to where you are right now. So, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I don't think you're going to need a day job for much longer. I'll put it that <laughs> okay. way. I'll put it that way. Although I think your day job is really interesting, but we didn't have space for that today, but oh, yeah. <laughs> another time. Um, so, <laughs> so thank you so much, Pinta, and um, everyone follow Pinta and go go be generous with um, her and her work and go claim a session for yourself because it is a game changer um, for you and what you do. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Pinta. Oh, thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you so much. It's been um, a pleasure. Yeah, good fun. Good fun. <laughs> and lots of love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to you as well and to everybody listening to this. Thank you. Thank you.